Welcome everybody to episode 33. Uh, we're going a bit back in time here to a set that I put together in lockdown, which is about to get very, very fun and very, very funky. Uh, you're about to hear some bass laid in from the third song. Uh, I was at a point where I was experimenting a lot. And, uh, well, just daft bonk, isn't it? Need I say any more? Enjoy. So when me and Dave used to play together, this is very much like the kind of stuff we used to play. Um, heavy bass, housey, uh, loving things like Daft Punk and Chemical Brothers and stuff. And this is a real sort of flashback in time for me. For me as well. For me as well. Like I gave this, ep- this episode a bit of a sneak peek. I listened to the first 10 minutes and then I stopped because I didn't want to spoil it. This episode is wicked. Well, thank you. I put it together in lockdown last year when I had, uh, obviously, a lot of time on my hands. Um, (laughs) Just being in the house all the time. And you really honed a lot of skills during lockdown, to be fair. Oh, for sure, for sure. Love this bit. Dave, did you ever watch the uh, the little clip that I sent you and how they use the samples of a of an old uh, funk song to make the vocals for this? Yeah, I did. I did. And then we never posted the link to share with anyone else. <laughs> that, it's amazing, though. It's brilliant. It is cool. I love that bass in it. Yeah, I really, really like it. It's actually Wicked Game by Yolanda. Like, uh, and I think I used that only like in my last set. But um, this was the original version of it. But it's got a really thick bass, and I thought it really went well with Daft Punk. And then what I'm trying to bring in here, I was being very influenced at the time of putting this set together by Michelle, um, because she really likes some of the old garage classics. So it goes into Flowers here, which is a total house, like uh, garage classic, but it's got a real house spin on it because of that bass line and the kick and the snare. But yeah, there are a couple of mistakes in it. <laughs> there was one of them. <laughs> It's not as bad as mine last week, don't worry. I think we lost like half our listenership based on my mixing last week when I have to that tequila. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a classic. If anyone's from the UK garage scene will know this song, right? I used to work in a garage. What, what type of garage? Are we talking petrol or mechanic? Petrol. I can think of worse places to work. I used to work in my SU bar, <laughs> serving Pierce Brosnan's son and Andrew Garfield. <laughs> this is actually, all right, to, oh, I nearly said it. I said to put this into context. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> genuinely, right? So at the moment, me and Dave are doing this call, uh, and this, uh, the reason why I'm using a recording set that I've, I've done like nearly a year ago now. Uh, the set is called the, the Summertime Madness. I play on Summertime Sadness by Lana Del Rey, which is again another favourite of Michelle's. Um, but Madness is the, you know, because it's got this housey spin on it. So I put it together like last year, and I, but at the moment I'm in the Seychelles, so with two friends, um, and we listened to this on the beach yesterday. It just, it went down like a treat. We were drinking uh, the local Takamaka rum cocktails with like fresh fruit, mango, banana, all this stuff. Uh, just sitting on this pure, pristine white beach listening to this. I'm very jealous of your Seychelles trip, by the way. It looks gorgeous. It did pour yesterday, though. Like, it's it's just coming out the end of monsoon season, and it absolutely oh, okay. shitted it down. We were, it, but it's good. That was, the, that was the town day that we had. Like, you know, like, you've got to do, like, you've got to go and see the capital city. And it's the smallest capital city yeah. in the world, I'm told, by Luke. There we go. That's the bass that I was using in the first song. Yeah, so we went to this uh, capital city and just had a wander around sort of thing and then we were like, oh, it's starting to rain. Best get back to the car. And about one minute before we got back to the car, it just shitted it down. And we were like, oh my God, it's going to the car. Oh, so funny. I love this gin. You still got that flowers in the background on loop. I should have dropped flowers out there. The, the wonderful no, thing about okay. hindsight, so yeah, like knowing what I know now, like oh, I you should have amplified <laughs> that so much better. And I'm still leaving it running there. I think I was really into my long mixing, uh, even more so, like. A year ago. Sort of trying to find my style. It's a good song though. So Dave, tell us what you've been up to. Uh, so I've been off school for spring break for a week. And we took a fast train up to Beijing. We stayed at a very swanky hotel called The Opposite House. You should definitely look up the opposite house. It's more like an art gallery than a hotel. Kevin likes swanky. <laughs> <laughs> this place is cool. I saw your uh, massive... Uh, you sent me a picture of the hotel room and it was just like a wall of glass like looking out over the city from like... What was it, like the 40th floor or something? I don't know. So that's actually the second hotel we stayed in. Oh my word! Living at large! We did three hotels, so the one the photo I sent you is from the third hotel actually. The first hotel is called the Opposite House. It's in Beijing, it's in like the super swanky shopping district. Outside the Opposite House is uh, Prada and Gucci stores and all of that. Yep. Montclair, the super posh store, have their shop in the lobby of the hotel. Oh, alright. <laughs> I'll send you the video of, of the room. It was stunning. Uh, it's where it's where the Beckhams stay when they were in Beijing. I'll have you know. 
Nothing. <laughs> I love that you're likening yourself to David and Victoria Beckham. <laughs> Mate, you got to live your life. You do you. Live your life how you want to live it. <laughs> but they sound like some expensive ass hotels, man. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, regardless of the Beckham thing, it was cool. Yeah, that sounds good. And then we, so we were there for a couple of nights. Then we got a driver up to the Great Wall of China, where we were just, we didn't even go near the wall. We were just chilling out in like a cabin in the woods sort of thing. Ooh. It was sweet, just really nice, laid back, um, with a friend we used to work with in Ukraine and her boss. Read some books, listened to music. Nice. And then we came back to Beijing for two days and stayed at the Shangri-La Hotel. And that's the one that looks out onto the CCTV building with that from the 14th floor. Just gorgeous view. Yeah, nice. It looked amazing. I'm just thinking like, like just having that wall of glass and just being able to like have this amazing vista of the whole city and all the all the, the towers. But in the background is like the, the kind of the mountains off in the distance. It just looked phenomenal. Worth the money though, isn't it? You know, like it, to, to treat to treat yourself like. Well, we could have done it super cheap. We could have stayed at Airbnbs or, or like small hotels, but we haven't been out of the country for ages. We've not been doing our usual traveling. We thought we might as well splash it and, and enjoy it. You know, really make a, a good trip of it. And Jen and I reckon it was our 10 year anniversary. Oh, really? Oh, do you just yeah. not keep track? <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, like it, it all gets a bit like lost doesn't it? <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad you had a good time, mate. Yeah, it was all good. Are you back in school now? Yeah, we're back on Monday. Right. I've still got another week! <laughs> I know you do, you douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you moved in, you're moving into a new office, though, yeah? Oh, I've got an office. My office has been redone, so... When I first joined the school, the office was set up for the three coordinators, POP, MIP, DP. But now, it's all been shuffled around and we're moving the coordinators' offices into the uh, academic buildings rather than being in the admin building. So my office, designed for three people, is now just me. So I've got rid of all the furniture I don't need. I've got, like, a new desk, which is... You know, are, you, are you actually sitting at a desk now, or are you still doing the standing desk thing? I've got the standing desk bit, but it sits on top of a sitting desk to raise right. it up. That's a good plan. Uh, I move my water co- I've got my water cooler behind my desk, so I will actually drink water. Very nice. I've got a conference table in there, I've got some sofas in there. It's pretty lush. <laughs> so, sounds bigger than my office. <laughs> but I've got a fridge. <laughs> you do have a fridge. Actually, I actually put a fridge on my wish list. Ah, that's what you need, man. <laughs> Everyone needs a fridge. <laughs> oh, I remember now. I remember. I keep on having flashbacks about various parts of this set. This is the first time I discovered vintage culture. Who are Brazilian? Oh yeah, yeah. That's one way to boost our South American listenership. Yeah, I was going to say, shout out to Dave and Vicky in Brazil there. Uh, 
Been through a bit of a tough time as a country, but plowing through. Anyway, two great exports to come out of that country is vintage culture. And the, the, the drop in this song is amazing. I fell in love with it. I fell in love with them as DJs when I heard it. Love that. Ba -ba 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 this. Absolutely brilliant. So like right up my sort of like right up my street in terms of that kind of really bassy Heldensy type bass. Love it. For people who can't see this at home, Dave is now waving to someone in another room, and if he's waving to get a beer from one of his children, I am gonna, yeah. No, no, it's from Jen, from Jen. <laughs> <sighs> oh, he's on the Sing Tower as well. Hey, mate, check this out, look. It's called Say Brew. Oh, Say Brew. Seychelles Brew. It's their own beer here. It, it took me right back. This is quite funny, actually. It took me right back to being a teenager because it tastes like Carlsberg Export. <laughs> and they've got here in the Seychelles, they really, really are, for some reason, they stock and push uh, Smyrna Ice loads. <laughs> what, what did Kevin, the boy from Blackpool, do? He's got himself back into Turbo Shandies. I was going to say Turbo <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally drinking the turbo shandy right now, mate! Amazing. <laughs> oh my word. So, for anyone who doesn't know what a turbo shandy is, it's half a lager and a bottle of Smyrna Ice, which is pretty much half a pint anyway. Uh, a draper about to this one, we used to drink, we used to drink turbo shandies because it's, like it's like an accelerated way of drinking because it's got all the sugar and uh, it's a vodka-based drink mixed with beer, so... You get all the all the, the niceness of the beer coming through, but the citrusy flavours of the the, the cement pies. You're giving this drink a lot of credence with your description of but taste. But the sugary hit and high of um, of the Smirnoff, because it's just full of flavourings. Oh mate, I've been buzzing the last two days. He's been talking about Smyrna Ice and uh, oh, talk, sorry, talking about Turbo Shandy like it's uh, like it's a fine wine. <laughs> <laughs> it's the chubbiest drink you can drink. Seriously, I, I'm pretty scummy, but I love it. <laughs> and as we come into a bit of Juicy Mum now, this was very much uh, the, the reason why I called the set Summertime Madness is because it was uh, around about this point last year that I recorded it. I had a look on Serato. Um, and it, in Egypt, this is the point of the year where it starts to move into the warmer temperatures. Not that it's not warm a lot of the time anyway, but in the summer, summer, it gets exceptionally hot. You remember that, Dave. Oh, yeah. For <laughs> we're, sure. we're both sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so it's very, very abundantly obvious when we when we both hot. Uh, but yeah, so we start a kind of anticipation about it moving into the warmer weather. It's like it's like the, uh, the Atlantic and the Pacific meets the Indian Ocean in the middle. Wait for the drop. Basie. So update on our listenership. South America is still looking very not orange. So I feel like our listeners need to do a better job of, of selling us to South America. If I was Viral, I'd just be sending our link to everyone he works with. <laughs> to be fair though, to be fair, our Brazil listenership is pretty good. It's the rest of South America that sucks a little bit. Oh, it's the rest of South America. Uh, 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 right, okay. So it needs to be targeted marketing. So now that we're on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and SoundCloud, and we post our mixes on Facebook every week. There's really no excuse. You're like, if you're listening to us now, all you have to do is send this episode to somebody else and make sure that person is listening on good headphones. And if you can send it to someone from a country that we haven't mentioned in a previous episode and it makes that country go orange for us, then you win a bonus prize. <laughs> I think we're committing to a bit much here. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't discussed this with Dave or thought about it. And I'm thinking what the bonus prize could be. Um, I'll have a think on that one. Uh, I'll come back to you. (laughs) It's like a token phrase at work. I'll have a think on that and I'll come back to you. I can say that we've added a couple other countries to our list, though. Abu Dhabi's on there, and Ethiopia is on there. Oh no! To be fair, mate. Oh no! Actually, no. I I flew through Dubai to get to the Seychelles. I was I, I was listening to an episode there. That might have. <laughs> that, yeah, that might it. have. That might give it a tick for Dubai. <laughs> we've now got the Seychelles. Jen. Jen just walked through and goes, uh, excuse me, Abu Dhabi is not a country. <laughs> She's correct. She's correct. It's an emirate. I'm, I'm, reading the city, I'm reading the city's list. United Arab Emirates is a country. We've also got the Seychelles on there now. Is the Seychelles on there? Yes, it's because I listened to your episode the other day. Yeah. <laughs> Another country takes off the list. Even if I have to go to all the countries myself, I will do it! <laughs> uh, so, um, in a couple of weeks' time, when it's my episode again, I will have put together a Seychelles set, you know, like I did for Siwa. Mm. Oh, hold on. Yeah. Th- this. I'm just going to have a second for this song. 
champions! But better. <laughs> Check this out. I put two other songs in now. <laughs> it's mental. <laughs> uh, I wasn't very good a year ago. <laughs> oh, he's got his. Uh... Oh, hold on a minute. I don't want to get this wrong. Is that a Chairman Mao hat? Or... <laughs> Give it, Jamie. It's it's a And the the star represents the five uh, key points of Chinese society, doesn't it? You what? And seriously, I when it, I actually to be fair, I went on a school trip to Beijing, and I, I swear the star represents something. It's like the five points of Chinese society, one of which is education, which is lovely. I, I think just if you're a communist country, it's obligatory to have a red star. Like Vietnam's got it, and oh, yeah. great, the Soviet Union had it, and China's got it. Korea, they love a bit star. like uh, you know all the all the Emirate countries you mentioned before. They all have that red, white, and black, don't yeah. they? But they've all got different like emblems in the middle. I love this. I like versions of songs like this where it is a complete reinvention. It's not it's not even like remotely like the original, where it's just taken something and gone. He's not remixed it, he's just reinvented it. With some fat bass. I love that. We're in a bit of a rush to do this episode, actually, mate, because <clears throat> what Aiden just came in to tell me is that we're about to set off to the beach that we went to the other day. We made some friends, some local friends, uh, and they've invited us back to like a, a big sort of beach barbecue party. Yeah, that's quite cool. <laughs> Clumsy and heavy-handed mix into uh, <laughs> lost frequencies there, but whatever. What time are you leaving for the beach party? I don't know, like an hour. Are you taking DJ stuff with you? I didn't bring it with me, that's why I couldn't do a, a new set for, the, for oh, this okay. episode. So what I've realised about the, the two people I've come on holiday with is uh, Ada and Luke. And Luke's into very, very synthy music, so in my Seychelles set next week you're going to have a lot of his influence on it. And uh, <laughs> Ada's into very uh, like poignant songs. So like there's some that I'll probably have to find remixes of, but like 
She was the one who, I've said in previous episodes, really, really loves sky and sand because of the kind of emotional and contextual connotation it has. A bit like this song for me with Tomorrowland, when on that opening night, this drop, I remember it. Love it. Uh, so, in a couple of weeks time, now I want to see your live reaction to this proposition, Dave. <laughs> do, okay. do I invite Luke and Ada on? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I, I'm thinking the episode would be great fun. The editing will be an absolute nightmare. <laughs> yeah. The editing will be a nightmare, but it's my episode, so I'll do the editing anyway. It will be funny. <laughs> we, I chatted about it in the car just on the way back here now. We were like, should do it. Just like, it looks a bit like, oh, I'm not sure what we'll talk about. Like, but like I was just saying, like, it was like Draper was a bit sort of nervous before doing it as well. And it's just like, once you start getting, once you get into it and start talking, it's fine. <laughs> no, as you, as you might imagine, Ada was like, "Yeah, I'll do it." <laughs> <laughs> she would be an amazing personality to have on. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, if episode thirty-five comes after thirty-six, it's because the editing took so long that we had to print them out in sequence. <laughs> <laughs> I love them both. Absolutely, absolutely brilliant people to come away with. And I, I mean, I, I wish other people could be here, but it's, it's, it's a really nice, yeah, it's been a really nice holiday so far. No, it's not your headphones, it's the gain knob. <laughs> She does. <laughs> this song epitomises summertime for me. I, I I was listening to it after Tomorrowland on the when I first got back to the UK. I was on the way to Dom's house. I went to visit him when he was still in Aylesbury, and I was listening to the song on the train, just like still vibing from from the experience and like wanting to carry that vibe through to see my friends. That synth in the background, it sounds great. It does sound good, doesn't it? So there's a lot of like lost frequency synth sounds that like work with other songs very, very well. And I think that's why he does it. Yeah. Get himself another drink. One of Heston Blumenthal's finest creations, as uh, described earlier in this episode. The crispest lager. 
with the sweetest alcohol fused together gently in your best pint glass what's he said in my absence what you got there do what what have you got there I have got another finely mixed uh, turbo shanty told you <laughs> sorry <laughs> told you <laughs> but no actually you're wrong you think I'm using Smirnoff Ice uh, I didn't actually mention Smirnoff Ice oh oh Just waiting for that little drop there. Um, yeah, I was in fact, this one, I'm in fact mixing with uh, Smyrna Ice Black, which is a clear uh, alcohol pop with uh, Sabru Seychelles Finest. I just had a quick chat with them and it was like, oh, the taxi's going to pick us up to take us to the beach party in about like, I don't know what, half an hour? Oh, that's good. Perfect. <laughs> so I'm literally gonna finish this and I'll be like <laughs> Tune. I said tune this. Yeah, I love the tune. What's funny when you edit episodes when when you edit editing episodes you realise the moment where you went to the bathroom uh, or to get another drink and you come back and you you're like, wait, I don't remember that had conversation happening. When you edit this episode you'll go, Ah, oh, I don't remember that bit. But it fits seamlessly with what I was just saying. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's what you do. You plan your mastermind. <laughs> so I love you, man. <laughs> we haven't said that in ages. I love you, man. I know. I love you too. <laughs> I miss you, loads. I know. He's shitting it. Like you can't get out of China. I like. I can't get over there. I'm very closed doors at the moment, aren't they? But Sarah Nick was saying. Um, Oh shit, I've got a retraction to do in a minute. Remind me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I feel like I spend a lot of my time doing retractions. In you stuff. do, I do. <laughs> I do. Uh, which, to, remind, uh, to be fair, it's, it's only something small. Um, so yeah, Sarah was saying that, you know, she's, like you, uh, spent the spring break doing an internal tourism holiday of China. I mean, some amazing Her pictures. photos look awesome. Wrong, like, yeah, her photos on Instagram well, this are, is the are... thing. Because of the size of China, it covers so many different, like, uh, geographical sort of... It's very, know, very, Terrains and climates and stuff like that. So you've got, like, everything from mountains all the way to desert, you know, and, uh, like, it... Yeah, I don't know. It just seems—it seems like a really, really interesting place, or a nice big place to be able to explore. So, like, from your perspective, that's not—that's not the worst thing in the world. It just—it's just a bit shit not being able to see your friends and your family and stuff. Because I would love to be able to come over and visit you guys. <laughs> so, what's your attraction? Oh yeah, thank you for reminding me. <laughs> um, the retraction was, at the end of the Sarah, Newton episode, Sarah Newton's Laws of Motion episode, Sarah was like, I, I took the piss out of her saying that you said you were going to send me some songs that Mark had suggested or that she had suggested. And she didn't. 
And since then, Sarah has apparently, I don't know if this is true, but has been back over the WhatsApp messages. And apparently she did send me some something Doug song. And she's like really adamant about it. So I did send it. You see, here's the link. Oh, like, all right, fine. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure he comes off worse in that, in the telling of that story, me or her, like... <laughs> Do you know the song she's talking about? No. Uh, Pla- Platinum Dub? I don't know. Something like that. I can't look at my phone because I'm used to it. But... <laughs> I've started working on um, the my movie set for next week. Oh, that's definitely going to be next week. I've... It depends on how much work it requires. Don't rush it, mate. It takes ages to do the movie yeah. set. Oh, it's hard, isn't it? I reckon about halfway finished with the movie set. Another 12 hours of work and it'll be ready. What, can you use that before next week? You go back to work next week, that's the onslaught of coming back after, uh, after a break. Is, that first week is a write-off, mate. I know. Don't, yeah, just use an older one if you need to. Um, so this was one of my favourite songs as a teenager, but uh, the original, the on Vogue version. Because oh, yeah, okay. uh, I went through like a real sort of R&B phase where I used to be like hanging out with like Tony Boncaster and fucking Natalie Downs and stuff. Anyway, um, but I found this version and I was like, oh my god, yeah. And then if you actually listen to the lyrics, she's actually mental. She's talking about like dressing up in his clothes and pretending he, she's him and... <laughs> It's quite, it's quite funny. Yeah, it's really housey the set, isn't it? Like, I think uh, what, during lockdown, uh, because it was quite a tough time to go through, I think I was sticking to very bouncy, happy, housey type, type, type songs. But it, uh, that said, a year on, and I'm listening to uh, on the, uh, listening to the whole set yeah. through on the beach uh, in the Seychelles. Oh yeah, <laughs> went a bit off piece here. Genie in a bottle. <laughs> I think I think what it is is that I was like, what other songs that were kind of R&B from my youth do I remember? <laughs> and you're probably going to say the next song. <laughs> but that's got a Fisher beat to it. Fisher used Fisher's used I think towards the end of the set. But that's uh, that's Fisher laying in there, definitely. I climbed a mountain today. Me, Ada, and Luke. It was 630 meters above sea level and we climbed it uh, and I felt like dying on the way up like it was like the stairs of Mordor um, <laughs> but then by the time <laughs> but then when we, got, uh, when we got to the top we did a we went up to like this little like veranda balcony thing very very small uh, just up, sort of hanging off the side of the cliff oh my word the view just absolutely stunning 
what a beautiful little island this is. And it's like, if you look at the Seychelles on the map, on Google Maps, it is not, is nothing in any direction apart from this tiny little island for about a thousand miles in every direction. But the mix of people here is, is, is mental. Like, like they come from all over the world and yeah, it's just, it's just really, really lovely. But the, the, the views and the, the, the landscapes are amazing. If you meet any Ukrainians there, uh, ask them if I was their teacher. <laughs> a lot of my former students from Kiev go on holiday there. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Well, our next door neighbours in the, the villa that we're staying in, uh, the one a little bit further down the hill, uh, that's got some Russians in it. But I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure how to depict a Ukrainian from a Russian, to be honest. Oh, well, we just lost our Ukrainian and Russian listenership. <laughs> oh, oh I, don't, I don't mean it in a bad way. I just mean, like, how would I tell? Like... <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> uh, just go, Slava Ukraina! And if they swear at you, uh, they're Russian. And if they hug you, they're Ukrainian. Sorry, just wanted to pause for that synth. Um, yeah, so if I... Surely if I shout that, given the current tensions... I might, but if they are in fact Russian, I might get myself into a little bit of trouble. And the same goes on the nah. the other way around. If, 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 nah, you'll be fine. All right. <laughs> so what is it? What do I need to shout this, this evening at the beach party? <laughs> Go on, mate. Slava Ukraina. Slava Ukraina. I'll just yeah. Slava Ukraina. Get up in the middle of the yep. beach. Yeah. In, be- in between songs, a little bit like... See if you can get on the microphone. Right, right in the dip of a song. <laughs> see if you, see if you get the mic. <laughs> see what happens. There we are. So this is Sweet Dreams, obviously, by um, Lost Frequencies, but it's the Pretty Pink remix. And it's just got that really slightly thicker bass. This is a Lost Frequencies heavy set, but I love it. It is, yeah. Listen now. But still, <laughs> I was, uh, like I say, during lockdown, it's amazing to go all the way back a year and just see the, like, the difference, uh, yeah. like, between not just the styles of music that I play or the, 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 the versatility of the mixing, but it's more, for me, it's more the, the technical side of it. Like, that is fine. That is absolutely fine, what just happened there, but... I can think of about three or four different ways I could have managed that transition better. 
thing is to go back and listen to episode one, two, and three. Oh yeah, no mate, we sound awful. <laughs> 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 but isn't that, isn't that good though? Like, by, like what, episode 33, right? Um, yeah. we're... Well remembered. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, Dave's starting the episode, he's like, you're very burnt. I can see you just had a drink. It's episode 33. I know you'll need reminding. <laughs> I'm going to get a prompt board behind me. Current episode number. Current listenership. <laughs> current location. Yeah, okay. you, need to, like, you need a projector screen. So you can just project. <laughs> or just like, oh, just put message. Oh, I, I suppose you could just use the chat function. That would just be just as easy. <laughs> but it's far more boring. So yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk too much about the Seychelles because in in two weeks time, uh, I think I think we should probably try and invite Luke and Adrian. Yeah, they that's a good idea. Two two of the best people in the world, um, and a force a force to be reckoned with in their own in their own life. So I, I won't to talk too much more. I'm looking forward to that set. Like I I miss Luke and Adrian. The, yeah, she was asking after you earlier, like, how about you and uh, how Jen and the kids and how you're all getting on and stuff. That was Luke. But... The, I, love, I used to send out morning tunes to everybody. I think we've talked about this in a previous episode. The last year I was yeah. in Cairo, every morning of school for the year, I sent a group of staff a, a tune at 6.30, I think. Tune of the day! It was like really early to wake everyone up and get them going. And Luke and Ada, I remember, in fact, it was Sky and Sand that they got super excited about this, like the music in the morning. Crowd control. Yeah, Sky and Sand was uh, has already been played a couple of times actually, and it's like it's quite funny. I I like going on holiday with uh, with friends in in. Obviously, everyone does anyway, but like in the respect that I don't know, because of the the time that you spend together and the amount of time that you have together in such a wonderful, positive, beautiful location, that you um, you sort of have this opportunity really to kind of open up to each other much more, or just talk about random nonsense and, and, and really sort of uh, enjoy that time that you're you're, you're together in this you know whatever the special places that you are and there's been a couple of times when you've like put a song on and like everyone's just gone absolutely silent but there's there's absolutely no awkwardness not a kind of no need to feel that silence just a sorry just pause for that there (laughs) um yeah so yeah, my point is, is that you just you kind of have those moments where you like everyone's quiet and just sort of, sort of listening to the song that's playing, and if it's um, a particularly poignant one, or that's even better, you know. Yeah, for sure. And 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 that sort of prolonged silence. If you're comfortable with it, it's great. You know, just got music on, great yeah. view, nice beer, good company, but nobody's saying anything. Yeah. 
But that that's just a sign for me. That's a sign that you're very comfortable in each other's company. Yeah, I was going to say it defines good friendship when you're okay to just sit and say nothing. Yeah, this is it. I mean, look, some of the, the best experiences of my life have been DJing with you, mate. And think about how much we actually spoke to each other during the evenings. It was just, it was, it was no, it was, it was almost entirely non-verbal. Yeah. It was like you, oh, you mix a few songs, I mix a few songs. We look at each other, and then when something went really well, and you were on the dance floor, and I was up. And we on the decks or vice versa. We looked at each other and just give a knowing nod, like, well done, mate. They would make out. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> Depends what kind of night going for. Oh, tune! Yeah, here That's it is. beautifully done. Those two sound great. Yeah, they do sound good together, don't they? So yes, this is in fact uh, Jennifer Lawrence. This is someone the this isn't the remix version by a different artist. It's actually her, sampled from the movie The Hunger Games, which I obviously absolutely love because it's dystopian fiction. Uh, and that's my comfort zone in terms of my reading. There's a really nice synth bit coming up. Ah, here. Yeah. I like how out of tempo it is. It comes in on like the second beat of the bar. Me talking technically musical. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, then, it then plays that echo of her lyric. I was uh, chatting to Luke, I think like, the last night, the night before, about the I, you know, the idea of like uh, most music being sort of four and eight beat rhythm. Yeah. And then when you put a waveform behind that that's on a three, it gives a sense of momentum to the song. Yeah. And we were sort of explaining this concept. So do, uh, and there's this uh, like song that he always sings to his kids in school, but then also to like other staff members. Uh, and he made the connection between the two. It was really, really, uh, really funny. Because he goes out Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday, um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and it like the the cycle of the days through the roof. Repeat, yeah, yeah, the cycle of the days because there's seven days over a six-beat rhythm. It constantly feels like the the song is moving forward. And it was just hilarious that he made that connection. <laughs> a really good example to use for a rolling rhythm. Uh, days of the week, seven days in an eight beat bar, an eight beat rhythm. Um, I teach a drum team at our school. So we started, the, the school had 16 Chinese drums for Chinese New Year. I'm like, I want to run that as an after school program. So I have got 16 kids from grade three to six. Yeah. And we've just started doing like Chinese drumming. And I'm trying to find rhythms like that, that that roll because Chinese drums are not, they don't fit my understanding of DJ music. 
is that it's not so formulaic. It's much. It was more the same with Arabic music as well. It follows yeah. a, a completely different form and structure. Like it's the same as Asian, African, uh, Arabic. All very, very diff- different from the the kind of the Western conventional structure. I'm quite happy with this bit. I'm very happy with this bit. Just like his, uh, like his little voice narrate, little little bit of narration yeah. there, you know. Find a way to make it better. When days turn into dark, that's when we Oh, I know what this is going into. Together. This is a. Um... These are the times that we've been Oh, it's a. Uh... It's got a song. It's an instrumental song called No Strings Attached by SWACQ. And I think they're Scottish. I might, you might have to fact check me on that, but I think they're Scottish. Sweat. Sounds like it. I used to love that song. Well, I still do, but like, this, um, this song. Martin Garrix. Yeah, these are the times, yeah. At the end of this set, it moves into, uh, the first semblance or the first emergence of future rave, David Guetta Morton's genre of music. I wanted to, I wanted to finish on a bit of a bang. <laughs> you can already hear the bass coming in. Yeah. That was a very courageous and <laughs> only half successful mix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really am enjoying, like, well, sorry, I did enjoy going, going back and listening to stuff from. Dutch, not Scottish, by the way. Dutch and Scottish? No, Dutch, not Scottish. Oh, Dutch. Oh, just Dutch. Right, fine. I was I was looking at who he's worked with, and it's like um, Nicky Romero and, and I'm like, quite a few Dutch artists. And I'm like, I don't think he's going to be Scottish. 
No, alright, no. Alright. I think they did a song that sounded Scottish and I may have just gone, no, they sound Scottish. <laughs> I like the sound. Yeah. I mean, when he first, you know, sort of brought out the, the, the brand of Future Rave, I was a bit like, I don't know, there's something that didn't sit quite right about it, but then I heard this and I was like, oh, actually, you know, I see, I see what you're trying to do. Yeah. Imagine that in a club. With a massive subs going off, rattling your ribcage. Oh yeah, you, you have to feel your ribcage bounce out your chest. Uh, and then I'm pretty sure that I finish on Fisher again. <laughs> Shocker! <laughs> This has just reminded me, I need to ask Stacey about that trance episode as well. Yeah, I was looking forward to mixing that. Yeah, need to get on that. I really hope there's some DJ equipment at this beach party that I'm going to. <laughs> Are you taking your laptop? I was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, could I have to go for a bit? <laughs> and then just like absolutely hammer it. <laughs> Do you remember we did that at that pool party? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We went to a brunch in the studio uh, a few months ago, and the DJ there had these beautiful Pioneer decks, I think similar to what you've got, and I, you know, we walked up in, and she was playing in the lobby, I'm like, oh, this is cool, I want to play, and I walked over to see what she was playing with, like, what tracks she was using, she had a 90 minute record, pre-recorded set, and she just pressed play, and was pretending to mix, I was super disappointed. See... Where's the integrity, people? I know, right? Where's the integrity? And then later on, she'd moved her... There was two decks playing. Oh, that was a, a hard cut there. <laughs> and that was No, that's that's the end of the song. And that's the end of the set! Sorry, anyway, carry on. She was playing in the in the restaurant, so I went over and... and it's like, oh, let's see what you got. And she had about 25 90-minute sets on her Serato. And then she had a bunch of like weird tracks. So I tried mixing like into her weird tracks. I'm like, nah, this is garbage. Switch back. Lesson learned. Bring my memory stick. <laughs> Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. And to be fair, from even from doing the echo chamber with you and being at episode 33. See, I remember. <laughs> um, I've got a pre-recorded. I've got an entire library of pre-recorded sets now. But 
I'd only I'd only ever put them on at the beginning of the night or during the night if I needed a break. It's nice to have that backup, but I, I wouldn't stand up there and pretend I was doing something I wasn't. It's a yeah. I just where's the fun in that? It just becomes you just play acting, I suppose. Anyway, so that was Fisher at the end of the set, and that brings us to the end of this set, and I'm going to make a, a, a quick exit to try and get down to a beach party now. So um, Enjoy. Have a great time. Uh, well, what what are we doing next week, first of all, Dave? Uh, I th- I'm thinking it's... A, I'm trying this movie set. Uh, if not, I'll make something up. <laughs> okay, brilliant. Right, well, I hope you enjoyed, and uh, I'll see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>